This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. Do you do this a lot? Do you, do you check yourself out online a lot, Matthew? Well, every now and again. Uh, it, it, I just It's so weird because I never know, like, what I hate is old sets that I put on the internet at one point when those pop oh. up first. Oh. I'm like, ugh. You know, because sometimes yeah. the comedy clubs will just put those up and I'm like, oh, I was working material out. I would never say that now. <laughs> <laughs> Just like nineteen uh, sixties Matteo, like ah, women aren't they just so silly? <laughs> My wife, take the Asians for instance. I'm like, why are you talking like that? Why did you ever think that was at all funny? What are you um, from Fresno? Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, well, man, I guess we should all do that more often. Well, Google ourselves. Yeah, Google I ourselves. Don't think so. Okay. I don't need to do that. I don't need to think about it. Here we are. Season two. Season episode two. Something. What episode is it? Two? Episode two. two? Episode two. Episode two. Double yeah. deuces. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's the two-two. The two-two. <laughs> That's exciting. Okay. What is the name of this episode? I forgot. Jack already. looks Jack for a job. looks for a job. There Jack it is. looks for a job. Yeah. Do you remember your prediction, Matteo? Uh, um, why am I so bad at remembering what Maddie I predicted? No, what did I say? I'm really curious, actually. You said, because I said, it can't be that Jack looks for a job. Right, that's way too long. to be a little <laughs> bit more specific. So eventually we came, you came down with, he's taking on an extra job, and you think it's going to be as a janitor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I was, I was really wrong about that. It's <laughs> a janitor. I would never have guessed a nude model. Uh, I would never have guessed that. Yeah. No, not in a million years. Not in a million? Well, okay, maybe in a million. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little hyperbole on my part. Give yourself some credit. Yeah. You could come up with I this. I could have probably guessed it. <laughs> probably in a couple thousand Sell yourself short. <laughs> <laughs> now, when did, when did this first air? Okay, this first aired... September twentieth, nineteen seventy seven. Hmm. We're mm-hmm. still not out yet. We're still. It's still fall. It's still you know like nice early fall, mm-hmm. nineteen seventy seven. Probably the leaves are just falling around where that happens. I don't know. And is I'll this is this our first non Man <laughs> About the House Three's Company script? <sighs> is it? I think it is. I don't know if it's our first, but nope, nope. I lied. I lied. It's based on a little less knowledge from A Man About the House. Oh, still. Uh, We're still there. No, because even last week's was still Man About the House. I remember that. Yeah. And also my my weekly shout out to the website, The Kids in 201. 
yes. because yeah. they have all the information that we're talking about. So, yeah. so smart. Those, those so smart. You, the kids, those kids, why don't you Columbo real quick? Yeah. What do you want me to Columbo? When is the first non man about the house? I've tried to, I've tried figure, that and I can't figure, find that out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. It's going to happen. Okay. Week by week. I think we already had one is what I'm thinking. You think so? We have not. So. You don't think we've I, had one at all? I, I no, because every I, oh. I, I specifically ask every week because I'm like, okay, like when is When's the first going to happen? Right. right. Yeah, okay. three's company storyline going to come along. I thought this Darn. was a great episode. I, how did you guys? Yeah, feel about yeah. It? yeah. I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think we got okay. Concur. Three thumbs up. We there we are. Okay, we got three thumbs up. <laughs> here. Ah, bravo, everybody! But I still, but I still feel like we're not exactly. This is still not exactly Three's company that we know. Um, I feel like we're right. like every week so far. This has been a different show about. You know, yeah. It's still yeah. not. You know, we're not seeing those. Those like there was no misunderstanding in this episode, for instance. <laughs> no, the only misunderstanding mm, yeah. was like the, that he was a nude model, and that was again just a brief misunderstanding. Yeah, I guess you're right. It wasn't the pivot of it the whole just a, episode. Or it anything. was just a surprise. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. Even a misunderstanding. Yeah. It was like, oh, oh, that's that's what we're doing. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Let's start this. Okay, Let's well, well, also to what to what Matteo just said, there is one thing that becomes like standard standard threes mm. company that I remember What's is that, that oh. opening with the Ropers when when Helen is getting into bed and Stanley's uh-huh. reading the newspaper and Helen leans over like to to kiss him and he pretends to be asleep really quickly. Oh yeah, I remember that. That's like the opening of the Ropers that I always remember hmm. as being mm. like the Ropers. And so to see that pop up for the first time, I was like, "Oh, okay, now we're getting into right. Three's Company." Okay, okay, here we go. On yeah. Pluto TV, we still have the we still have the darts today. Oh. Uh, not today, but we still have the darts on this episode. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. All right, Pluto TV, you, you're seen. <laughs> 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 we'll keep you updated on the on the opening. The openings, yeah, yeah. Um, so they this one, uh, and it also has the extendo opening. Yeah, it's got the extendo going. opening with the like flashbacks from season one in it. Nope, we didn't have that on Pluto uh, TV. Yeah, that Damn means it. that the that the theme song must be a different length for what you guys. Yeah, yeah it has a little like instrumental like uh-huh. portion, like a dun, like a dun 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 dun, dun, dun. and then it gets you all the way back down, <laughs> yeah, and then they and then they come back in was... with a dun rendezvous, and they finish up. By the way, you guys sang four different songs right then. I uh-huh. was like, what? I I'm wasn't still sure. laughing. I'm I wasn't still sure laughing because it wasn't even close. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to, I think this I thought, is what we're trying to do. I thought either we <laughs> just nailed that or that was not mm-hmm. even. Oh, not even no, close. It, was <laughs> it was all the same. I'm not sure what it was. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, Killed shoot. It. Okay. Killed it dead. All right. What happens now? Well, this okay. one opens with Jack cooking in the kitchen. He's putting tablespoonfuls of, of wine mm. onto a raw chicken is what he's doing. 
that ex- <laughs> if we want to be more cooking. more ex- specific, and, yeah, that yeah. expensive cooking that they chastise him for later. And Mr. Roper just enters the kitchen because Jack has left the door open, and does makes Jack do like a crazy, crazy uh, pratfall situation. Yeah. Now this yeah. is just mind you two weeks since they thought they were burgled. Yeah, and now he's just leaving the door open. The door wide open. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Uh, Good observations, Dr. I love that. Roper... Two weeks, you're right. uh, Roper tells him he shouldn't do that, and then he asks if he's alone as he goes to uh, shut the door, and uh, he says yes. He says, maybe you should leave it open then. Because he's afraid to be... Yeah. Alone alone with with Jack. Jack. Gross. So dumb. Also, you know what was so dumb about this moment? Again, if you don't know that from episodes past, Jack is pretending to be gay, you don't understand that joke at all. This is the problem with that whole dumb setup. It makes me crazy every time I'm seeing it because I imagine that people who are coming to Three's Company for the first time, which on episode seven – which is what we're right now. Yeah. That's totally possible. I, and so that's why th- that, that whole thing is so dumb. Yeah. I think that this show probably was known like shorthand as the one where the guy's pretending to be gay. I, I bet like culturally, that's true. I bet yeah. that's how people knew it. And so like, even right. if you and were when you consider the there first was- time, you're like, Oh, this is that exactly. show. Yeah. And there was true. only three networks <laughs> this time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Chances are you knew the setup for every show. Yeah. You got the TV guide at home. You'd already read all about it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Some people probably just yeah. read the TV guide. So if they come across it, they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, we got the TV guide. Did you get the TV guide? No. Matteo, did you? Always we did. Show. Which was we a crazy too. thing. My parents were so darn frugal. Um, <laughs> but you had to have you had it. it you, you, had had to to. Have, you had to have the TV guide. How did you know what was on? Did you look it up in the know. paper? Because they had it in the paper too. I don't know. I think I just uh, memorized things. Oh, yeah. Man. I was going to say it I, again. I there's this. only three. There's only three yeah. networks. You could memorize the entire TV schedule. You could. Night <laughs> your could. shows were. But on. you wouldn't have Cheers and Jeers. You wouldn't have that. <laughs> Oh, oh, I love Cheers and Jeers. I know. Those were the I feel like a yeah. great grandma or someone got a TV guide, so I got to look at it. Uh, great cover stories. I love a TV guide. There were – actually, really? I really love TV guide because it was like a little bit of like an Us magazine. Yeah. Kind of. Mm. Yeah. Like in and amongst like all the listings. And I, I loved like the layouts of all of the um, – of the schedules themselves for the different channels. I thought the whole thing was so fascinating. Well, do you know, do you know the, uh, three's company, three's company TV guide cover, TV that's, guide cover. It's like course. a, a it's painting or a painting of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. With, Our, with that yellow background, dear friend of the podcast, Alicia Donahue has a full size print of that TV guide cover. Fascinating. Awesome. Yeah. Like beautiful. as a piece of art. Just yes. It's beautiful. That's the cutest. I know. I love it. A I love it. Shout out to Alicia Donahue. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. Love her. <laughs> Way to go for that. <laughs> for, for having that, that piece of art. It's amazing. Okay. Okay. So where are we? All right. So. Uh, yeah. So, so Roper. So, so, 
Roper yeah, has, he's afraid is, to be in the house with. He's with afraid Jack. to be in the house with Jack. Right. He's asking and for baked they beans. Stand, and, and, yes, so and yet close. they stand uncomfortably close during yes. that whole conversation. Right. <laughs> so tight, so tight. Yeah. And all he's there for is baked bean. He wants the label of the baked bean cans that Jack may or may not have in the kitchen. Right. That's all he, he's there for. Uh huh. And so, so weird. He sends yeah. him into the kitchen to look for those, and that's when the girls come home. Yeah. Yeah, and by the way, is that weird? Like, if somebody comes over to your house, you're like, I don't know if I have it. Why don't you go take a look? And it's like, through bro, my it's stuff. your kitchen. <laughs> it's your, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess it's the landlord. And right. it, it's a, kind of an intimate landlord situation there. It's true. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. Right. But I would not intimate, do that. Intimate landlord. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> intimate yeah. landlord. That's my new album. You know, oh, man. You know that intimate landlord. That's a great album <laughs> title. It's a concept I album. I can imagine. <laughs> Wait, what oh is the name God. of your star band? <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> To the landlord. Damn it! I was just thinking about that Scott band the other day, and now I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> I got Jared write down was, was it like Big Boy Jared or something? <sighs> I can't remember. Anyway, I'll go back and listen because I know it was that's your first previous album. episode. <laughs> yes, the intimate landlord, intimate landlord okay, is, so is my, my got concept an intimate landlord situation going on. <laughs> okay. And, so he's uh, looking for the labels for the baked beans because he wants to win a contest so he can have a two-week trip to Hawaii. Right. That's the the, the major theme so here. So he needs the label yeah. so he can answer 10 questions. 10 questions. And, and come give up them with a slogan. slogan. Yeah. And then mail all this in. Yes. Okay. So he goes what in to look for that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. The girls come home. Girls come home. And they're like, what smells so good? you got to stop cooking like this. We can't afford so a fancy. chicken and tablespoons of wine. Yeah, a chicken. Which, as we'll remember, that's the whole reason he's their roommate. Is, to, right. is to cook like yeah. that. Right. <laughs> now it's like, oh, this is too fancy. Yeah. <laughs> and they're upset that Jack doesn't have a job. Right. Which I guess he was just having odd jobs and going to school is what he was doing. So he just doesn't have a job at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, and he can't find anything in the classifieds that fits his school schedule. So Janet starts looking. She says, and they, and they find this models wanted $10 an hour, $10 an hour. 1977 is Columbo. $45 an hour. Oh, that's not, that's that's respectable. That's a good decent amount. Yeah. I don't know if it's like nude modeling Amount I'd do it. I don't know who would want five dollars an hour. Yeah, like I do it. No, I do it for ten. Oh, (laughs) well, I I thought it was really weird too. How they well, we'll get there, but the whole shadow weirdness, like where you couldn't see, you only saw the silhouette. I don't know. It was really bizarre. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're getting yeah. ahead okay, of ourselves. Okay, okay. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get so, there. So, so we get. We establish this. Two jobs. They find two jobs. They mm-hmm. find a modeling job right. for male models mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and an encyclopedia salesman. And Jack is like, I could never do that. Right. So he's going to try out the modeling job because ten dollars an hour. Yeah. So now we go to the Ropers. Yes. And Helen is putting cucumber slices on her eyes. Cucumber slices <laughs> on her eyes. <laughs> and Mr. Roper comes in. Uh, and they have a whole 
insultathon back and forth as usual. Yeah, that's a it's a pretty pretty intense one. Doesn't she say that if he was like a sloppy if there was like a sloppy lazy person award he would win or something? <laughs> Terrible yeah. like that. She, he's like, I'm gonna win this contest. She's like, You're not gonna win. Don't even bother. She's being so unsupportive. That's and true. then mm-hmm. and then he says, What's this? And he takes her cucumber and she says, It's for the wrinkles around around the eyes and he goes well, it's working. You got a bunch of them or something like that. Yeah. And then he eats the cucumber. And she says, that's your breakfast, Stanley. Yeah. Chew slowly, <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> and anyway. People, and people loved it. And they people loved, loved it. it. They it's loved wonderful. it. It's wonderful. He, 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 he gives his slogan here. For oh, for the, yes. for the baked beans. Right. Carter's beans for the red, white, and blue. If they're good enough for the army, they're good enough for you. That's what he came up with for the slogan. Well, what do you think? Does he stand a chance? No. no. Okay, no. First of all, and also, like, he could, the, the writers could have come up with something more clever than that. I, well, hey, they had to Carter's, make it realistic that Carter's came beans, up with it. Not too farty. Not too farty. Yeah, you know, some, yeah come shorter. on. And a fart reference would have been like like a like an innu like a fart innuendo would have really worked here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though there was one earlier. There was that fart thing earlier that Jack said. Oh yeah. Yeah. When Roper said that he if he had he needed more than no what was it okay he had to do oh, more right. than just the three labels and he said he would have to do more and Jack was like I bet you will if you have three cans or something like that. Hey-o. Exactly. Hey-o. Fart joke. Yeah. Farts. All right. Well, okay. Anyway. Well, anyway. Yeah, yeah. We could have really used here. a lot more fart Sprinkle jokes. Sprinkle them in liberally, <laughs> I say. It helps. <laughs> um, so Janet shows up. Bam. Janet's there. And she's like, I need to borrow a razor it's for Jack. <sighs> Which what's going what on? on what like, is what happening? <laughs> Have you ever sent someone on your behalf to go ask for a razor, a razor? from no. a neighbor? No. And again, intimate landlord situation. Intimate landlord. <laughs> I mean, incredibly intimate landlord. Intimate landlord. And and he's so like worried that he's like, you're not going to use it on your legs. Yeah. No. <laughs> And so intimate that she's been using it to cut those cucumbers in the kitchen. Gross. Yeah. Although, what a cool, nice shave. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So they bring the she brings the straight razor back, and Chrissy's ironing Jack's pants, and uh, she's gonna, and she offers to shave him. With the straight razor. No, wait. He's, he's like, I I'm not going to do that. Yeah, she offers to, to shave him with the straight razor, but she's going to do a demonstration first uh-huh. where she's going to like put shaving cream on a balloon. And then there's this whole moment where Chrissy's like, hold on. I know we have a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what on earth? <laughs> you can't slow down to think about it. No, you can't you slow down. No, you, you just really have can't. to just, just jump right this in is there. perfect for for doing this yeah it has to be like oh my god i'm gonna <laughs> show you this thing stupid. with a balloon i know we have a balloon and she even justifies it she's like and this is leftover from a party and we're like mm-hmm uh-huh, yeah sure yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. sure of course it was in the drawer you know 
had one balloon. <laughs> Just this one left way, balloon? Whenever I bought balloons for a party, I blew them all up. There's no yes. reason to save one or two. But. Yeah, well, just in case you have a spontaneous <laughs> party that you need a couple balloons for. I mean... <laughs> I mean... Yeah, no, you needed you precisely... Or you have... 14 balloons. landlord situations. That's true. Mm-hmm. You never know. <laughs> yeah. They're like, get 14 balloons. And you're like, oh, no, it came with 15. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's it. Uh, go in the junk yeah. drawer. Well, luckily okay. it came in handy because Chrissy then proceeds to shave this damn balloon mm-hmm. and predictably bust the balloon. Yeah. And the shaving cream goes all over all of them. Loved it. Ah. I mm-hmm. loved so it. So did the audience. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. The dispersal was amazing. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many times they did it because it just like oh, what a mess. It was so perfect. You have to uh, yeah. everybody'd have to costume change again. It yeah. would be a nightmare. They probably got it on the first take. I'm sure they did. Perfection. <laughs> yeah. It was good. Perfection. Yeah. That is true. Like you you wonder about that, right? Like, I mean, is that a one and done situation or do we like because obviously I mean it was done so well. The other thing too, sometimes with shots like that or, or setups like that, they actually shoot that the day before the studio audience comes in. Mm. Yeah. And then they'll play it on monitors. Mm. Although I wonder if they could do that in the seventies. Yeah. I don't, I don't uh, know if they were doing that then they probably were just changing clothes. But I remember seeing some behind the scenes of tricky camera, special effects situations, like for instance, on, on, um, on big bang theory where the audience wasn't there and they just put the canned laughter in um, or recorded them laughing when they played it on the monitors. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell I you what, that. there's a 40th anniversary, I think, um, reunion special of three's company that you can watch on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And we watched some of that. And Joyce DeWitt is, obsessed with uh the camera movements oh my god how amazing the camera set all the all this camera work is and um she's just on and on about it and she's she's Um, like referring to like now that was camera one jim was on camera one and then we'd go over to camera two with (laughs) bill she was so so into it but she was also like um where all of them were talking about how the uh that was the real audience sound Mm-hmm. On the show, yeah. Oh, was the cameraman? No, the the audience's uh, reactions were real, and that there was no uh, there canned was no laughter. prompting or canned laughter. Oh, got it, got yeah. it. Okay, yeah, I believe that. I mean, they may have been able to do that that effect like, this, in the studio. But this one has that some was really standouts. Tricky. Yeah, this one had some amazing one ones where it had like you could hear people in the audience just being like, "Woo!" Yeah. Wow. There was one. We'll get to it. I'll tell you. <laughs> yes, yes, I did clock that. I yeah, yeah. We'll yes. It's not. Yeah. It's not quite yet, but yes. Now, have I told you? Have I told you about the like battle I got into with the lady at the Will and Grace taping? <laughs> what? Yes, there was this lady at the Will and Grace taping. She was like a row or two ahead of me, and I was determined that I was going to like laugh really loudly so that I could hear myself when I watched the episode. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> or that I would come up with some way to be like to have some reaction that I would be able to pick out on the soundtrack. Like I was like sure that I could do it, but there was this woman with this insane laugh who was sitting like right in front of me, and, and it would like every time I would try to like ah, ah make it a little like <laughs> you know like louder, she would laugh over me, and we just ended up like both of us just laugh battling the That's whole episode. So- there was terrible. this episode of the Golden Girls where they had this woman in the audience and her laugh was so irritating. And it was just that one episode. And I was like, oh, she wrecked the whole episode. She, oh, she sounded God. like a crazy, like, like I think I, know, like I remember crazy, this. Like, hyena. Oh, yes. So crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. <sighs> there's like this one episode of Golden Girls where this woman in the audience just ruins it. There whoop, was whoop. That, Was that the same woman? At the Will and Grace taping, uh-huh. that was like she seemed like she'd been there like fifty times. Yes, and she's yes. like king shit of fuck mountain, uh-huh. and she was all like, "I know what I'm doing," and she like knew the candy to get, and she was like almost like trying to take the like warm up guys, yeah, spot, yeah, like because she was so like, which is all why about I it. was so bitter about her. Oh, it was awful. Oh, that lady. Oh. And you're just anyway. stuck in there with those people for like yeah. hours. Yeah. Hours. But <laughs> I was like, if I'm going to be an audience member and I'm going to have like, I'm going to contribute my voice to part of this show, I'm going to make it worthwhile. Like I tried to have a really good laugh. <laughs> like I got to make <laughs> like it I tried to me. laugh. It was really this is nice my and round episode sounding. Of Will and Grace. It was. It was this my episode of Will and Grace. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't even so. remember what it was about. <laughs> I just remember who was on yeah, it. Yeah, I don't remember anything. I couldn't remember all of it. Yeah, okay, I anyway. I didn't even watch the show that much then. Yeah. Like, I saw more of it later. But, uh, so, like, I didn't know didn't any know of what it. what was happening. No. Um, okay. So, now we go to the photo shoot where Jack shows up to be a male model. Right. And we meet our Paddikins right. of the episode, I guess. Yes, our um, new Paddikins. Who mm-hmm. Jinx has decided... When we recast this in modern yeah. times, this is Patton Oswalt. He'd be played by Patton Oswalt. As the photographer. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. That's great. I think he would be perfect for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why. I yeah. just love it. No, he's got an Oswaltiness about yeah, him. Yeah, he does. Okay, so he's gonna he's doing all of his photography things, like looking through all of his different lenses and things, oh, yeah, which and I think is so funny. He's there alone first. We're at the photo shoot without Jack hasn't shown up yet. Right. He's just there with just, what's her name? Uh what is her name? I got Sally. Sally, yeah. Uh the female model. And they're uh just talking about the shoot, I guess. It wasn't anything really consequential. Was that part on Pluto TV? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. oh okay. the yeah, when he opens the curtain and her little legs are only her legs are sticking no, out. No, that's later. No, that's later. This is this is this before is Jack before. even gets there. And he sends her into the oh, dressing room. N- no, that was not on Pluto TV. Oh. We on Pluto TV we come in when Jack comes in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I okay. kind of figured because it seemed superfluous. Yeah, to it was me, totally, except that it was totally useless. It, the only thing that it gave you was that there was a female model there. Yeah, uh, you know, you know minutes. that she's there. That's got to stink if that's like your one big claim to fame, and like it gets edited out. In, it's in, yeah, you know, yeah. in the syndication. Ugh, that's so mean. And she yeah. had a pretty big yeah, scene for just like yeah. being cut out. Yeah, and yeah. I actually thought lines. the photographer had a really big laugh line in this scene too. Yeah, which, he did. Yeah. Again, would never happen. You would give that to your <laughs> to your stars. Yeah. yeah. 
I think that's the one What's I have the line? What is, it? What, do you, what is it? It's when, okay, so Jack is, Jack comes in and he finds out that it's uh, nude, nude, nude modeling. Nude modeling, nude. not naked. Yes. And he kind of freaks <laughs> out. And then, uh, and then the photographer reminds him of the $10. So he's like, oh, okay. And so he goes to, he's going to take off his clothes, whatever. But then he comes, but then he, he goes over and he opens up the, the wrong one uh-huh. and she's in there and he sees her we're assuming top but she's just sitting yeah she there must topless. be naked just sitting there because she does take off her top when she goes in there she has a bra on right she takes off her top when she goes in there yeah and then uh and J- jack's really funny here yeah this is great this is His really stammering, good jack. uh <laughs> you can almost see him sweating. The curtain. Yeah, no, yeah. no. He can't. He, he just keeps talking. It's like he's stuck. The director has to come over and be like, "Why don't you try that one then?" Yeah, he just can't move. Yeah. That was brilliant. I love that. Really funny. Okay, so what's the and line? Then, what's okay, the so one? then, so then he finds out that he's going to be uh, modeling not only nude but with Sally. Yeah, and so then he mm-hmm. says he comes running out to uh-huh. the director and he says. What about my family, my friends? And he says, no, I only want you and the girl. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is so – It's you know who used to get those lines, kinds of lines was Rose on the Golden Girls. Like it was – Dorothy would always pick that up like if she said something yeah. like a little ambiguous uh-huh. like that. And it was yeah. – and I've, that is such an old structure for a joke at this yeah. point. <laughs> And it gets a laugh every time. Oh, they love it. Everyone loves it. I loved it. I laughed out loud when we watched it the last time. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really well done, and that guy again, that photographer dude, he he was actually really funny. I liked his sort of laissez-faire attitude. (laughs) And uh, he finally he shows Jack. He convinces Jack. Maybe I don't know. That's kind of ambiguous too. uh, he tells him that you know he uses a lot of shadows. People won't even know it's you, really. And he shows. Yeah, that him, was really weird. It's really artistic, apparently. Yeah, it's this, a really. This magazine is like what's it called? Living, L- living love. love. Yeah. Okay. And he compares it to Playboy. Uh-huh. And but yet you can't see anyone's faces. Yeah. And there's orgy pictures. It is so bonkers. It is so bonkers. This is another thing. This is another incident where like we have the writers. Weirdly, put them in, put, putting them in the sexual situation, but there's like an addendum to it where it's not as bad as right. you would think. Right. Yeah. And so there's no weird. sex going it's, on whatsoever. No. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just so dumb. Like, are we supposed to believe that? And evidently, yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> We're supposed to believe that. Yeah. And Jack even Crazy. holds up that picture and says, there's there's four people in this photo. And the photographer says, turns it around and says five. And Jack's like, Oh, and he leans over and drops his pants. Yeah. Which, unless it's a huge, Woo! huge response, but it's also, you know, the end of the scene. So yeah, probably had the applause yeah. sign on. So also, <laughs> and this isn't a big deal, but John Ritter has worn like three different types of underwear to this oh. point on the yes. show. <laughs> you know, Everyone I'm like, is he a boxers or briefs guy? Everyone yes. loves seeing him with his pants off for some reason. I don't know why. I bet that was a thing. Yeah. I'm just going to say it was. Do you remember that whole that period at the end of the 70s when everybody was on and on about 
John about Ritter's John Ritter's and Spam's <laughs> off. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Anymore. Everybody okay. was tuning in so, week after week to see what underwear he was wearing. So speaking of great transitions, we go back to the apartment and Jack comes in. Boxer briefs, what will he think of next? <laughs> <laughs> Jack comes in and announces that now he's selling encyclopedias. Yeah. Because that right. didn't go he down. He quit. He quit. He they couldn't wanted go him with to, it. They wanted him to pose nude. Right. He couldn't do that. So instead he decides he's going to practice selling encyclopedias on Janet. Right. So he, he apparently went mm-hmm. to, to his new boss, Morris Morris. Morris Morris, right. And got all the materials he needed. And he has a step-by-step a script basically for selling encyclopedias in any situation. And which one of the writers was like, it'll be really funny if we name this guy Morris Morris. Trust me. It'll be so funny. (laughs) That was really bonkers. Yeah. Um, Somebody was convinced that was going to be funny. Yeah. Morris Morris. And they repeat the joke a couple of times. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, do you know this this actor who played Morris Morris? Have you, are you guys familiar with him? I'm not familiar with not. him, but I know his name. Yeah, his name is uh, yeah John Fielder. Yeah, and he was in um, where where is it? I cannot find. He's he's actually a pretty famous uh, actor. Yeah, he was known to many. As hold on a second, suspense is killing me. Oh yeah, oh. he was he was a Disney. He was a voice for uh, Disney. Uh, he was in the Fox and the Hound. He was in Robin Hood, and he was the voice of Piglet. There it is. Oh, so he was also yes. in Twelve Angry Men. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 He also has yeah. intense teeth. He does. <laughs> I mean, like they are intense. There's He's in Savannah Smiles. Whoa! <laughs> this guy's a legend. I mean, yeah. he's got 202 credits on his IMDb page. Well, Morris yeah, Morris shows up at the apartment. <laughs> he shows up at the mm-hmm. apartment because. He's supposed to be there to help Jack sell encyclopedias. Oh, wait, we're jumping wait, ahead of ourselves. Wait, you're jumping way ahead. jumping way ahead Okay, of first, Jack is worried he's we not going to – distracted you know, by Morris Morris. You're going to be able to do this or, or Janet's doubting him or whatever. They decide to role play a sales call. Yes. And Jack says – and Jack hips her to his script and that it has a situ- – it can work Get him for any anything. situation. Yeah, any situation he is prepared mm-hmm. for. Janet gets that little gleam in her eye. She's uh-huh. going to have a go at him. Yeah, and she does too. She starts kissing all over him and blowing in his ear. Yeah. And there's a moment there where I think I think he almost broke. There's a couple yeah. of moments there. And I, I really liked that little interplay because uh, it just seems like Joyce DeWitt was having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Cause she mm-hmm. wasn't really kissing John Ritter in this way. That was like very like sexualized no. so yeah. much as it was like very sweet. And his, I loved his little eye rolls and the way that he was being distracted <laughs> yeah. and the audience has eaten it up. That whole uh-huh. bit goes super duper well. I yeah. loved it. I thought he did such a good job with that. It was really good. Yeah. I thought it was very endearing without being gushy her. or weird in yeah. any way. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And culminates in her uh, blowing in his ear, and then he tickles her 
on the couch. And this is when Chrissy enters and says, what are right. you doing? And he says, selling her a set of encyclopedias. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. Goes, and the crowd Woo! goes wild. It's a new universe. <laughs> I yeah. just flew every time. <laughs> and that's that's where that came from, guys. What? The euphemism selling her <laughs> selling her a set of encyclopedias. That's yeah. where it started. Oh, that's how yeah. it, I've been in that situation. And you're gonna sure, notice sure. it from here on out. Yeah, you're gonna hear, hear people lot. saying that. You're gonna yeah. notice it. Now I'm curious to know what is the street value the, in in modern times of a three hundred dollar encyclopedia set. What is three hundred dollars well, equivalent? If ten dollars is for, equal to forty five dollars, right? There we go. There, do that math. I cannot. How much do they cost in the show? Do we get a price? Three hundred dollars. Three hundred. That's a lot. Yeah, it's expensive. Lot. Yeah, check it out. Three hundred dollars. Nineteen seventy seven. I got it. Show right here. That. I got it right here. It's so easy. There we go. Um. So it's about it's about fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay, and that's true. So when that's interesting because when uh, encyclopedias stopped being sold, they uh, the the average price for an set of encyclopedias was uh, fourteen hundred dollars. Oh, and that was yeah. in I think two thousand six is when Encyclopedia Britannica stopped wow. selling sets wow. of encyclopedias, Crazy. and the commission was uh, around six five six hundred dollars for for a set. Wow. Whoa. Crazy! Did you have a set of encyclopedias yeah. when you were growing up? <gasps> we had four volumes, and because um, my mom, yes. like, we had the guy come to the house, and it was called the World Book Encyclopedia. That's what we had. We had the World Book. We, we have, have it right, book book. right here. We, we have, have it right, right behind us. Yes. It's oh right my gosh! That's incredible. Yeah, but we can have a reading and, and from my, it if you want. <laughs> Evidently, there is some really weird. Uh, it, there's some bad writing in the Encyclopedia Britannica, which I think is really, really funny. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, uh, that'll. I'll say that in a second. But um, yeah, so my mom, instead of buying all of them at once, got a subscription to buying like one a month until right. she completed the set. And after four months, she was like, "Hey, this is a stupid. I don't like these." She's like, "You guys never use these." Stupid encyclopedia. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, we would if like you had all the letters. Um, but a 2004 study on how often people use their encyclopedias, they would only open them once or twice a year. Wow. No. Well, in 2000. That was how much the typical yeah. encyclopedia owner opened their encyclopedias Listen, once I, or twice a year. I loved my encyclopedias so much because it was like my main source of reading that I could get away with all the time. You know what I mean? Mm. Like if I was reading mm. an encyclopedia, I seemed nerdy and I could get away with that at like late at night or whatever. Right. So I would just grab a volume and take it to bed and just read like H, H through whatever, you know? Like that was, I would just read encyclopedias. I love them. I thought everyone, <laughs> I thought everyone read encyclopedias all the time. No, that's uh, so cute. I was like, forget this encyclopedia. I'm just going to fall asleep and dream about Friday the 13th movie. I'm not allowed to watch. Oh no. I would have looked it up in the encyclopedia. Was, yeah. They didn't have that <laughs> encyclopedia. They had a Friday the 13th section. It. I would have been reading it. The world book. I like that because the world book. <laughs> The world book came with the child craft, 
you know, part that had like the myths yeah. from around the world and stuff, and oh, like some, some alien oh. stories a little bit. The childcraft oh, books were you, not get that. you didn't get that. Well, you only had like A through D. Mm-hmm. There was once <laughs> I got a um, well, your school true. projects were based on the letter B. Mom had a, a beauty shop, you know, and she got like a new dryer chair or something. Yeah, and it came with a, a huge box oh. as it was delivered. You know, so I had like a huge like or else new refrigerator. I don't know what it was. But it was a big box. Yeah, and uh, the childcraft uh, used that to build a uh, submarine. Yes. And built a periscope and everything. Oh man! What? Yeah, it taught you. It had all kinds that's of stuff. Stark. The child craft section. Yeah, those were cool. That's so cute. Yeah. yeah, that's really cute. Dang it! Your mom should have stuck with it. And well, damn kids! She got talked into these, like you know, like the newspaper subscription, and then when we didn't read it enough, you know, that was it. Right. Cancelled. Too bad. Right. <laughs> Guy. Any Hooters. So Jack comes in and says he's going to be starting uh, starting encyclopedias. Right. Oh no, he's already oh, done that. He's yeah, already done yeah. that. So now, so he's attacked. He's, he's attacked, attacked Janet. Janet Chrissy's Chrissy. come in. Right. right. Okay, okay. Now Roper shows up because he's like, up. you know, I need right. a there it is. I need a real customer. He says, he's, yeah. And here comes Roper wanting to know the capital of Ecuador because it's one of his questions on his baked on his beans baked bean survey contest, contest thing. Do you know that's the only capital I know because my family's from Ecuador? Oh. <laughs> I know that because I memorized all my South American capitals so that I could be on Jeopardy. Right. <laughs> what? It hasn't it happened stick. yet. It hasn't, it hasn't worked, but we'll see. <laughs> One day. <laughs> that's the only reason I know it. But you could learn it from Jeopardy or from Three's Company. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, okay. they, they – uh, Janet looks it up in the mm-hmm. encyclopedia, gives him the answer. He leaves, and then Jack puts it together that, oh my god, there's a customer. Mm-hmm. So now, oh, and the way he says it, it's like this epiphany, like yeah, that he was like struck by lightning. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Rover. I was like, oh boy. God, yeah, Jack, really put it together. It. Really selling it. Yeah. That was oh, a little Lord. weird. So he chases Roper upstairs, and Roper doesn't have time. Well, the Roper is he gets we go downstairs with Roper first, and he goes out to send it off. Yeah, before Jack out. shows up, and then Jack comes walking in and does his spiel to yeah. Mrs. Roper. Well, because because Roper's like, yeah, talk to Helen. I got to right. go mail this okay. letter, and Jack comes in with this mm-hmm. whole, "I love what a beautiful three piece <laughs> living room suit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like and his instruction says, manual told him two, to say, "It's two pieces and it's horrible." Yeah, awful. It's awful. Yeah, awful. I, the look, the look on her face was just like, ah, yeah. oh, disgusting. Also, I do want to note that uh, when. Stanley was on his way out. She was, uh, she just additionally unsupportive. Oh, yeah. As he was leaving. So unsupportive. Mm. She's like, you wasted your time, Stanley. God. <laughs> Let the man dream about his bean yeah, contest for it, fuck's sake. What's it going to hurt? <laughs> oh, my God. God. Jeez, Helen. She okay. Can't aff- they can't afford the stamp, I guess. I guess not. Um, okay, so then. Okay, so Jack is a sale pitch to Mrs. Roper. This is where. The the outer control audience woo was for me. Uh, okay, was, uh, what happens? Yeah, this he is where it says was. 
Sumatra elephants only mate once a year. And Helen says, says, I know how it feels. And that's the big woo. I got a big reaction, but one person goes, woo! (laughs) I think that's accurate. Wow. It was it was like a married with children audience. Like it was that level. <laughs> it was. Like, everybody relax. God, just relax. Uh, they're just so hungry oh. for like body humor oh. like that. Yeah, you know? they're just like finally there it is. Yes. Hell it is. Oh, okay. Okay, so Okay, so he so, so then, then Roper comes back. Well no, then we go to the apartment with Chrissy and oh, Morris okay. Morris shows up. Oh, right. Morris Morris has right. showed up, and, and Janet and Chrissy think that he's there to buy an encyclopedia. Right. But it all comes out that he's there to help Jack. I guess that's a sli- slight misunderstanding. Slight. Very slight. Very inconsequential <laughs> misunderstanding. And they send him. There you go. So he finds, out, he finds out that Jack's down selling encyclopedias. Just he's not really ready for this. And uh, so he runs down to the Ropers. And Jack is finalizing the sale with Mr. Roper. Yeah. They're signing mm-hmm. their, where they're supposed to sign, they think. And uh, uh-huh. Morris Morris comes in and he says, is this your signature here? Yes. Is this your signature here? And then he congratulates Jack on his new encyclopedia and congratulates Mr. Roper on his $50 commission. Because they've signed in the wrong spot. Oh! And then he acts like it's, you know, not like they can't change it. And Jack has to tear up the contract, is to tear it up completely. It's so stupid. It is a really really shitty ending. Because it's a good episode, but the ending is. But that's not the ending. No, well, that's the main ending. Yeah, there's the little. Little tag scene. Yeah. The denim one. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> anyway, so then uh we're back in the apartment and Jack comes in and says, I took him back to Morris Morris. I took the sample set back to Morris Morris. I'm mm-hmm. done with that. And I got a part-time job as a waiter at Pizza Paradise. Great. Right. And right. And uh Chrissy reveals that she has a copy. Of living love. <sighs> that she got from a girl at work. Uh-huh. Because they're just passing around smut all the time on this show. Yeah, they are. And, you know. Not only that, but, like, how soon from the time that he did that photo shoot to the time that magazine comes out. And how often do porn mags get handed around at places of work? Right? All it's the just, time. You can't. Stop. You can't stop to think about this. No, you can't. You can't stop for a second. It's nonsense. It's all nonsense. I believe all of it. They break that that picture down, and she's like, I know that part. And I'm like, how? It's supposed to be in shadow. Right? And I'm wondering, is this like a stylistic choice for the magazine, or is it that photographer, and they use him sometimes, and he has a very distinct style where he uses lots of shadows and silhouettes. Or is that the whole it look of living no love? It makes no sense. To, I mean, it makes no sense to take naked pictures and then put everybody in shadow and sell a whole magazine full of naked pictures with everybody in shadow. It makes There's no just sense. No, it, it, 
Why would Patton Oswalt do this? (laughs) (laughs) This month, profile dongs. And it's just silhouettes. Guys standing there. Profiles of dongs. That would be interesting, really. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And profiles. Interests. Mm -hmm. uh, Favorites. You know, things like that. I still give this episode like four out of five Dominomini booze. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it had a lot of really great moments. And, uh, you know, again, just I know I keep saying this every time, but like, you know, chemistry of this cast is so good. I promise I was never going to talk like this again. And here we go. <laughs> but I really thought they did such a, they did such a great job. You know, it's that, yeah. that cute moment with like Janet jack on the couch and it's it's very sweetly done and i think this is ultimately why this show is like you know yeah. again there's that, that little magic quality right. of how well these people are all enjoying the time with each other and that's because yeah. <laughs> there's so many problems we're looking past i know I, I think that's why i love it i think i love it because we're just expected to look past all of the things and just just stay on the surface and i kind of like that yeah and we do it yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. So, so let's see. Uh, nominations for best part of the show: uh, the little uh, uh, fake role playing on the couch with Janet and Jack, uh, or you got mm-hmm. the um, mm-hmm. what? What about my family, my friends? No, I only want you and the girl. No, I think it's or, <laughs> I think it's or, Janet and Jack on the couch. Or I know how it feels. Big woo from audience. <laughs> I, I like Janet and Jack on the couch. Okay, agreed. That's like moment of the episode. On the couch. Yeah. That's three. Yay. It's unanimous. Woo! It's unanimous. It's very cute. Uh, well yeah, that's a that was a good one. See? I think we're getting like it feels it just feels m- like more fun every week, you know? It does. Maybe yeah. it gets dumber. I don't I, know. I, that, I, is I that what it, it is? It does. I think it does is get it dumber. Is it getting dumber and that's, that's why it's, it's more fun? Yeah it's just so hard to say it like between intentionally dumb and just really like coked out writer's room. Yeah. Who can tell? But they're establishing the universe and we're getting to know it. And I like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's exciting. I like that. We know what the pizza place is called now. Yeah. We probably need to keep like a encyclopedia of places to eat. Yeah, places uh, you can eat on Three's Company. Three's Company, you can go to Pizza Paradise, <laughs> go to the Regal Beagle. Go to the Regal Beagle, we know that. They have flat yeah. sandwiches, we know that. <laughs> A lot of alliteration in these names. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rhyming, at least. At least. Okay, right, so what are, are you we ready for, for next week? Mr. Matteo's predictions. Oh, yeah, the Oh, here we go. Here we go. Mr. Oh, yeah, we still need a song for this. Yeah. <laughs> he predicts the show. Okay. There okay, was. there it was. I, I shall okay. gaze into my crystal balls. Ah. Crystal balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Again, I think you're going to have to, like, you know, come up with maybe a plot point or something for this. Okay. Why? What's it's it called? called Janet's Promotion. Uh, well, okay. There we go. Well, well there I, is. okay. I've already, I've already forgotten what Janet oh. does. I know that Chrissy's a typist. Oh, okay. Right? right. Is that That's correct? correct. Chrissy's, a, Chrissy's typist. a typist. Yes. Oh, and Janet works at the flower store. Yes. Okay. So I mean, I, I don't know why, but 
she should be manager already because she's such a boss. Um, you would think. Yeah, but she's yeah. the responsible one of the three of them. So I'm going to say Janet gets promoted to manager of the flower shop. Okay. 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 And the complication there is um, – oh, boy. I mean, that is so banal. <laughs> what could you probably do with that? There's got to be what's the risk. There must yeah, be a risk involved. Something's compl- Something's got to complicate mm. it. Maybe I should just make an amalgam of all of my past really bad predictions. So mm. uh, there's a, a, a professional wrestler comes into the flower shop <laughs> um, from Fresno with a mid-Atlantic voice. Uh, what kind of flowers do you sell here? <laughs> and witnesses a Go crime. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Okay. I did it. And then Janet solves everything and gets promoted. This is great. I love it. Perfect. Okay. That's my prediction. So we have professional wrestler <laughs> from Fresno with mid Atlantic accent comes into the flower shop and witnesses a crime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And uh, resolving resolving the said crime promotes Janet to the managerial position at the flower shop. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I'm sure it. that the flower shop has, like, an alliterative name. So, like, it's Felicia's Flowers. Felicia's, yeah, flowers <laughs> by Felicia. Oh, oh there it's it usually by something. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's great. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm glad. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to spend some time at the flower shop. Yeah, finally. Yeah, we yeah, haven't heard too. much about Janet. I always Janet's thought that life. was such a cool job. Yeah. I mean, come on. Sure. We're like, it's like, what, ninth episode coming yeah, up? Yeah, now we're getting into some Janet. Still haven't seen the flower shop? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, exactly. we haven't seen the typing pool either. I don't think we ever do. I don't think so. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, okay. I All guess right, we'll, so now we'll figure out how to end the show We'll figure again. out how to end the show down at, down at our rendezvous. Oh, yeah. Dominomination at this lovable space that needs your face. All right, well, that was a weird way to end the show, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, bye. Bye. This is sexually ten.